you this morning as we press into your presence. For in your presence, Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are favors, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah, we praise you, we worship you, Lord. Thank you for your presence in the room today. Hallelujah, we bless your holy name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Father, we lift up, Lord God, our unsaved loved ones before you this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, for them. And God, we thank you in advance. Thank you for touching their lives. Thank you for saving their souls. Thank you for drawing them by your spirit. Thank you, Lord God, for how you draw them with cords and with bands of love. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the salvation of our unsaved loved ones. Thank you, Lord how you're reaching out in this community, Lord, to save the lost, Lord. Thank you, Father, even for messengers that you raise up and send out with the gospel message. Father, continue not only to save them, but give us a burning desire, Father, to carry the gospel to them in the name of Jesus and Lord we now pray for Afghanistan we lift up Lord those there in the troubled land Father where lives are being lost Lord by the hundreds Father hallelujah the countless lives and the murders but we pray especially Lord for the believers in Afghanistan we pray especially Lord for those that know you that seek after you that desire Lord God to know you we lift them up and we pray for the nation of Afghanistan. Hallelujah. For God, you are the only one that can bring peace. You are the only one, Lord God, that can even bring resolve. We lift up Afghanistan before you and we claim Afghanistan for the kingdom of God this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for every EACM minister, every ministry gift this morning in the name of Jesus. We pray for every chaplain, Lord, FRC and IAC chaplain in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for destiny schools of ministry this morning. Hallelujah. Even DCU, Lord God, we lift it up before you in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for our leaders this morning, for Apostle C and sister see Lord God we pray for Pastor Gardner and Sister Gardner this morning in the mighty name of Jesus and Lord we speak blessing over them and healing strength and courage hallelujah for them this morning in the mighty name of Jesus yes Lord and God we pray for this house Come on, help me lift your voice as we cry out for this house this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. We just ask your continued blessings, strength, direction, guidance. And we thank you in advance, Lord God, for growth, exponential growth. We thank you in advance for power, for grace, Lord. Pour out of your spirit upon this house, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, let miracles signs and wonders be the norm in this house Lord in the name of Jesus hallelujah and we pray for our leaders Lord for our bishop and Dr. Sheldon come on extend your hand this way as we lift them up before the living God this morning Father we thank you for our leaders we thank you that you've given them to us we thank you that you preserve them we thank you Lord, that you continue to use them. You continue to work in them. You continue to grace them. You continue to strengthen them. Thank you, Jesus, for kingdom leaders. Thank you, Jesus.
us. Hallelujah for anointed leaders. Lord, continue to bless them. We speak grace over their lives. Grace, 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 and more grace over them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you in advance for the miracle for our bishop, the miracle in their lives. Thank you, Lord God, for how you're making, Lord God, hallelujah, a way out of no way for them. In the name of Jesus, now come on, everybody that agrees with this prayer, lift your voice now and give the Lord praise. Lift your voice. Lift it up. Lift it up in this place. Lift your voice and give God a shout. Shout with the voice of triumph. Deed, is the seed yet in the barn? The seed has to be what? Planted. So, early this morning, I knew God wanted to do an altar call. If you need something, you what? Plant something. Amen? And uh, there's been a resurgence resurgence in our ministry of healing the last few years. So this morning I want to do an altar call for physical healing. Especially those of you that are in pain this morning. Many, many miracles, signs and wonders over the years have happened right here at these altars. And today is going to be on a continuance. But I want you to hear a testimony. Listen closely. When we stand before God on Judgment Day. I just don't want to leave an inheritance. I want to leave a legacy. Not just an inheritance, but a legacy. Through my sons and daughters that carry on. Amen. I want you to hear this testimony. Can I have a microphone for Pat? Yesterday, the evangelism team went out. Would you take it over? Come on, Pat. Come up to the altar and share with us. What happened with your team yesterday in the sanctuary? On yesterday, I came out for the first time to help out. That ministry evangelism is deep in my heart. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. I was laying down prostrate before the Lord on the floor. And I was praying. And Minister Chris, she saw me lying there. And we were in the Episcopal Chapel, by the way. And uh, she asked me to get up and come there to the altar with them. And she asked me, did I need healing? I said, yeah, I need healing. I'm diabetic and you know, I have all these other little things I take medicine for. But Minister Cat, they prayed for me for that. Minister Cat noticed. She said, what's wrong with your feet? And I said, well, 
I know God had to tell her that because I had been rubbing my feet with alcohol the night before because my toe was hurting. And the doctor had said that I had a deformed foot. So it had started hurting me and started bothering me. And so I didn't realize that that's what I was there for. She called it out. And they prayed, they asked me to take my shoes off and socks, and they looked and they saw that my feet was, my foot was crooked. And they laid hands on me, and they prayed. And right before my eyes, right before my eyes, God stretched my foot out. And God changed my foot right there, right there. We were able to go out and evangelize. I didn't even feel the heat until after I got home. <laughs> I didn't even feel the heat. I didn't even know it was hot out. And people got saved. They wanted to be baptized. It was a mighty, 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 mighty time in God. And I just want to say, I thank God for Evangel Church. I thank God for the evangelism that's in this church and how we reach out. So if you really want to be blessed, come on out on Saturday and join the evangelist team and go out there into the streets and call them in. And God will show you a miracle. He's still performing miracles today. He's still a miracle-working God. And that's it. Amen. Amen. Well, let's all stand. Today could be your day for your miracle. If you have a need in your physical body, come on forward right now. We're going to pray. Now, as we pray this morning for your needs, I'm going to believe God, the Holy Spirit, is going to meet you here at this altar. That there will be a change in your life. God heals instant. God heals over time. God heals through doctors and medication. But God is a healer. Amen? Many times in my life, I've been healed instantly. So don't wait. Come now. If there's a need, come now. Well, I've been prayed before. Today could be your day. Amen? Uh, amen. As the altars are finishing up, I want to give an invitation this morning to those that are here to have right standing with God. You're here this morning and you don't know if you were to face God for eternity that you are right with him. You, you think so. You hope so. You wish so. But you don't know. The Bible says you can know. According to Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. So I'm going to ask you this morning that if you're here with us, if you've never 
asked God into your life or committed your life to Christ or desire that experience with him, you can do that this morning. And if you've done that, but your fire has just kind of fizzled, you don't have the zeal and fire you once had. Today's a day of new beginnings. I'm going to ask all of you to pray with me this morning. All people at the altar, all those in the pews. Pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for fresh oil, for fresh anointing. For Jesus, you are Lord. I confess you as Lord of my life. And I rededicate my life to my God and my Savior. I ask you for mercy and grace. This day, August the 29th, I humble myself under your mighty hand. Jesus, the resurrected Savior, I turn, I repent, I change the way I'm living. I make a decision. Now I need your help to give me grace. Give a little clap over this morning. Amen. We had several healings. Please, altars, those of the altars, just finish up quickly. Just speak a word of healing. It will be done. Amen. And if God touched you this morning with a physical healing in your body, come up here quickly and share a testimony. Anybody else? Anybody here that says, Dr. Jerry, I am a Christian. I do love the Lord. But I'm, not bat- I'm not baptized with the Holy Ghost. What does that mean? In other words, you don't speak in tongues. I want to pray for you personally. And you will receive. Is anyone here this morning? I say, that's me. I would like the Holy Spirit. I'd like to get my heavenly language. I just want more of Jesus. Anyone here? Anyone here? Come now. I've been prayed for before and I haven't received. You will. desire to the Lord. We have another testimony at this altar. Listen quickly. It's horrible. I almost can't feel anything. But I've been in several accidents. Hurt my back every time. And I've been praying. Pancreas is not functioning at all. I produce no insulin. But today... And I'm holding fast. Manifest. (laughs) My healing. Right now I have no pain. And I believe 
and the manifestation of his healing every day by the return of the feeling in my hands, my feet, my legs, and the healing most of all of my heart and my mind. It's been difficult. I've been in the hospital numerous times to the point of death, always in ICU, always telling me I'm about to go, but God. Amen. He said, no, I guess I got something to do. Purpose. Give Jesus a clap offering. Amen. Any others? Any other testimonies before we proceed with the service? Excellent. All right, return to your seats. Everybody's received prayer. Everybody's right with God. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Just real quick, we were down at the waterfront yesterday. Amen. With Gloria Duff Ministries, Elder Duff did a prayer initiative for the, her annual. It was her 12th. So that's the number of government, man. We went down there and set things in order. Woo! It was awesome. Awesome. So she just gave us a beautiful card to Evangel saying to Bishop and Dr. Cheryl and my Evangel family, it's a perfect time to thank you and a perfect time to let you know you are thought the world of. Thank you for all your support. Love, Elder Duff. Amen. She also has some black, uh, some book bags left from yesterday, which I believe have the supplies in them. All right, they're out here in the hallway. So parents, if you have kids going to school, go out here in the hallway after and see her. She has some beautiful book bags. Amen. And then, uh, listen, look at your neighbors say it's your last chance. That's right. If you want to sign up and be a part of the next coaching weekend, it's online and it's September 16th through the 18th. You just need to see... Dr. Simon or Dr. Trish, it is an awesome program, um, and I believe you're going to just see over the next several months, uh, it picked up by some major corporations, so it is well worth the investment, it is dynamic, it helps you counsel, and also the next one here, live at Evangel, is November 14th through the 16th, so how many of you want to be a coach? Amen. All right. You just need to see Dr. Simon or Dr. Trish. Amen. Awesome. And uh, notice that beautiful baby that Pastor Trish is holding. We have a church baby. We have a new church member. <laughs> Crystal and Chuck, we're going to be dedicating, have baby dedication, October the 10th, Sunday morning. Amen. So mark that in your calendars. October the 10th. And don't forget tonight, Dr. Muhammad will be back. Amen. And uh, the wellness team will be here tonight. 
doing checks, part of service. So it's free. Medical doctors are input, advice, wisdom. We'll be here tonight after service. So come on out. Join us at 7 o'clock. They'll have the tables up like they did last Sunday morning. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your awesome miracles today already, for the healings, for the recommitments, for the birthday girl, for all that you've already done. Rejoice in your goodness. You're an action, a take now God. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Bless your people as we turn to the word. Leave us with something in our spirits. Feed your people. Feed your sheep. Feed your lambs that are here. Feed all those who need something from you, Lord. Blow upon us. Be creative. And birth something within us. I need you, Lord. Cheryl needs you. Amen. Amen. And don't forget this Wednesday, our inner healing and deliverance teaching on Wednesday night, first Wednesday of the month. Listen, don't just come for yourself. Bring somebody. Amen. Every Wednesday, Elder Sharon, Dr. Sharon Smith is to die for. Amen. So uh, bring people. How many of you know they need the word? All right. See you Wednesday. Okay. Amen. Let's look at this this morning. We called it working or work at making a difference. How many of you are spending your lives working at making a difference? Ooh, bye. Good. Just real quick. Think about what you do for work. What work do you do on a daily basis? Shout it out to me. Caregiver. Caregiver. Awesome. What else? Transportation. Transportation. Awesome. What else? Real estate. All right. You go, girl. She's a healer, power healer. Woo! School bus driver. School bus driver. Good job. The kids may not like you, but that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. What else? What do you do for work? Child care worker. Awesome. Sewing. Awesome. Say that again. Medical assistant. Baker, caregiver. Say that again, Chris. Plumber. He's the best, too, if you need one. In fact, where are you, Chris? Stand up so people can see if they need a plumber. Amen? I've used him for years. Those are the kinds of work we do. How many of you ever felt like giving up? Amen? But we're saying today it's time to refocus. Refocus. Get a fresh perspective. Everybody say, shift. Got to pursue destiny. Now do this. Take your hands and go, shift. Shift. 
Put them back in the center. The other direction, say, shift. shift. It's time to refocus yes. what you do to make a difference in the lives of people. Say, refocus. refocus. Say, shift. That means that you're going to look at what you do for work differently. Hello? No longer are you going to get up every day and go, I got to go to work. Oh, it's Monday. You're going to wake up and go, yes, I get to go to work. I get to make a difference. Amen. Let's not about the spotlight, one. not about acceptance, not about, amen, feeling appreciated by people, not about self. Amen. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. Now, I picked not one, my, if you asked me to pick a version, I would pick King James as my favorite. I went to a Baptist Bible school for three years. And a Pentecostal Bible school for three years. And all we studied was the King James Version. That's all they had and, back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a low blow. No, Amen. it is. That's all they had when we no. were going to Bible college. But, but today I've picked a couple different versions. Good News Translation and New Living Translation to give you a different flavor to some old verses that some of you are familiar with. Let's look at the first one in Colossians. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Mm. As though you were working for the Lord and not for people. Mm. Go. Mm. Mm. Next verse. Remember that the Lord will give you as a reward what he has kept for his people. For Christ is the real master you serve. So it's not about who notices all the work you do. It's not about are you feeling appreciated? How many of you know it doesn't even matter if you feel appreciated? It's not about everyone noticing and accepting all that you do. Uh-oh. Look at your neighbor this morning and say, it is so not about self. I just like a little respect. Me Go too. see the movie. Yeah. Aretha Franklin. Now, if you can't handle emotional abuse, you can't handle physical abuse, stay home. It's a PG-13. But it's, but a it's an awesome movie. I like awesome. a little respect around here. Amen. It was a woman that wrote the song. R E S P E C T. Awesome. Re, 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 re. <laughs> Oh, he was one of her backup singers back in the day. It's Stick totally to the text. about. Stick to the text. Respect, respect, respect. It's totally about touching a life. Yes. 
It's totally about touching a life. Everything that God gives you to do in your job, in your career, in your mission throughout the day, it's totally about touching another life. That means you might have to wipe a tear. That, might, that means you might have to listen to the same story for the 10th time. That means that you bring hope to someone who doesn't have any or feels like they don't have any. It means that you let them know they're not alone, that they're normal because you've been there. How many times have you found God brings along people to you that you can honestly say, been there, been there? And they look at you like, you don't have a clue what I'm going through. Sorry, wrong, been there. They need that. They need to hook up with you to get that because they need to be touched. Totally about touching a life. Smiling at a person. Wiping their tears away. Praying with them. Encouraging them. Use your faith, not for yourself, but for somebody else. Use your faith to increase someone when they're going through. Tell them they're not alone. Know that they're normal. They're not crazy. Help them to conquer their fears. To be a miracle worker used of God. Say, I want to be a miracle worker used of God. We want miracles. How many of you say, we want, I want to see miracles? Okay, just say, okay, God, use me. He uses us to do the miracles. When Peter and John walk past the gate, beautiful, and that guy gets his sight back, it was a miracle. From who? God. But who did he use? Peter. We got to be willing to be used. I don't know. I don't have time. You don't have time not to be used. Look at your neighbor and say, be a miracle worker. Let God use you. Say past, present, future. Okay. So we both were studying this, and Bishop got an uh, even more revelation on it. But I just want to start out with when we are put out there to be used of God, we have to see that our job is to help others come out of darkness, right? When we snatch a soul from the enemy, we're bringing them out of darkness. Now, the key, though, is how do we look at life? How are we looking at life? Now, listen to what's going on here in the thinking. In the past, we look at what's happened to us, right? And we always say, why? Why did I have to go through that? What happened and what did I do to get out of it? And how did it affect me? Right? 
Isn't that how we look at things? Then we come to the present. And again, we're going, what's happening? What's happening to me? And what am I going to get out of this? How many of you hear what I'm saying? What am I going to get out of this, God? All this junk's happening, but what am I going to get out of it? And then we go to the future. God, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen? How will it end up? And what will I get in the future? There's a problem here. I, me, now, listen to this. This is how one way to share here. Out of here comes salvation. Say salvation. Yep. Write the word salvation. Out of there comes the Holy Spirit baptism. Write Holy Spirit. Another line. All right, water baptism. All right, college education. All right, a good job. All right, blessings. All right, retirement. Now, these are the things and the blessings of life that we get. And this is good that these things come to us. But the problem with this is that you are the center of your life. It's all about me. All about self. All about I. Now listen to me. I believe God wants to bless his people. But that's not what the message is this morning. I believe in a God that wants to bless, a God that wants to heal, a God that wants to bring increase. But it has to be proper perspective. It's about other people. That's right. Making a difference in their lives. Then the blessings come. Not about you, not about self, not about me, not about what God is going to bless me with, but others. Here's the way it should be. Right, Jesus in the center. And out of Jesus comes salvation. Out of Jesus comes healing. Out of Jesus comes prosperity. Out of Jesus comes a good job. Out of Jesus comes blessings. When Christ is the center of your life, the blessings will come. We have to refocus, say, shift. Shift. Take your hands, go, shift. 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 We have to refocus our thinking about other people, not about me. That's right. Not about I. Not about 
self. How did the devil get in trouble back in the Old Testament? What were the great eyes? I will exalt myself. I will ascend before the throne room of heaven. I, I, I. That's how the devil got in trouble. I want to share a scripture and then a clip. Give us the next scripture, please. Proverbs 14.23 In all work there is profit but mere talk produces only poverty. There's work in every area of our lives and there's profit if we'll let God use it. So we can't focus on us. How many of you know people that always talk about what they're going to do for God? Oh, I'm going to go work the next seminar and help people get set free. Oh, I'm going to get out there and go to evangelism on Saturday when they go. I'm going. Oh, I'm going to go come in and see if there's anything I can do to help. And they're always talking about it, but never doing it. See? All work produces profit. You do something for God in the kingdom, there is a good profit coming out of it. You just talk about it, and it's poor. Does that make sense? Get off of self. Listen, instead of saying, why did that happen to me? God, what, what's going to happen to me? God, what, why, why is this going on today? What am I going to get out of it? God, where am I headed? What's in it for my future? Instead of saying that, say, God, how could I have made something happen and given to what happened in my past? How could I have changed or made better or what could I have given in my present situation? Lord, what... What do you got planned for me to do? What work do you have where I can give? We never ask that. We got to choose. We got to make some choices. We got to literally live by choice. Miracle workers live by choice. Every day you make choices you don't even realize you make probably a hundred thousand of them a day because you think oh it just happens you choose you choose to get out of bed in the morning well I gotta go to work you choose to whether you're gonna get out of bed and go to work you choose you know as a school teacher perfect example I had to choose when I could go to the bathroom because I had to be with the students and you never knew what was happening or who needed something. Or, and I would be like dying sometimes with my legs crossed going, I have got to go to the bathroom. And my little students, Miss Piscopo, can I just talk to you for a minute? Oh my God. I had to choose. Are you getting this? Miracle workers live to give. They freely give. Luke chapter 6, 
a familiar passage of scripture, verse 30, but the GNT version. Give to everyone who asks. Didn't say give them what they want. It didn't say give them what they what? Ask for. Hear me. This verse changed my life several years ago. Give to who? How many? Didn't say give them what they want. Didn't say give them what they need. You give them according to what the Holy Spirit shows you. Everyone who asks of you, whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Look at the last half of that verse. We're all given a ticket at birth. A pass to possibilities. Endless is the choices that we have. All people are redeemable. I want to show a clip from Schindler's List. If you'd put that up now, please. The first clip. Oh, it starts off. This was an awesome. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for showing up tonight to support these wonderful young men and women in their efforts to stop bullying. I'd also like to say thank you to all of those that are holding vigils worldwide and they've worked their, their tails off to make this happen. I've done it out of love and su- support and respect okay, for others. Two clips, but that's and like not for not only right. their own children, they're doing it for your kids. Stop that one for a second, please. Okay, it's the Schindler's List clip first. Thanks. Thank you. I don't understand. (laughs) You want these people? These people. My people. I want my people. Who are you, Moses? Come on, what is this? Oh, where's the money on this? Where's the scam? It's good business. Yeah, it's good business in your opinion. Look, you've got to move them. The equipment, everything to Czechoslovakia. Pay for all that and build another camp. Doesn't make any sense. Look, um, Look you're not telling me It's something. good for me. I know them. I'm familiar with them. I'm I don't have to train them. It's good for you. I'll compensate you. Yeah, that's right. It's good for the army. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I'm going to make? What? Artillery shells. Everyone's making artillery tank shells. shells. Yeah, tank shells. They need that. Everybody's yeah. happy. Everyone's happy except me. <laughs> I mean, they're probably scamming me somehow. If I'm making a hundred, you've got to be making three. Hmm? And if you admit to making three, then it's four, actually. But how? I just told you. No, you did, but you didn't. <laughs> ah. Yeah, all right. Don't tell me. I'll go along with it. It's just irritating. I can't work it out. Look. All you have to do is tell me what it's worth to you. What's a person worth to no, you? No, 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 no. What's one worth to you? Amen. What's a person worth to you? A true story of a German sympathizer for the Jewish people. I believe it was almost 1,300 people that he sheltered during World War II from the concentration camps in Nazi Germany. 
an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, it's called Schindler's List. The difference you can make in a person if you'll take time to shift and refocus, it's not about your blessing. It's not about what God has given you. It's about what you can do for others. Everybody say shift. shift. Say refocus. refocus. Shift. God wants to bless you with nice homes, and nice cars, and different things. But don't seek the blessing. Seek the blessor. Amen? Yeah. Every person in the earth is redeemable. We have to understand that because... Sometimes we think, oh, this person's important. i got to minister to them. Oh, that person, they're always bugging everybody. No. Every person God puts in your path. Acknowledge, bless them, and somehow touch their life. Does that make sense? I want you to understand that every body is born with traits. We all have traits. And we look in the mirror and we all have gone through trauma. Is there anyone here that's never been through trauma? All of us. We want to put it in different degrees. We want to say, well, my trauma was worse than your trauma. It's all trauma. We're all born with these little uh, traits. My ears are too big. My hips are too big. My, I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. We all got these things. And what we have to understand is every one of us, all this stuff affects how we see life. Isn't that true? All of our experiences are affected by how we see life and how we react to people. Now, I want you to see this in this next clip. Because what makes a bully a bully? What makes them think that no life's important or certain lives are? Watch this. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for showing up tonight to support these wonderful young men and women in their efforts to stop bullying. I'd also like to say thank you to all of those that are holding vigils worldwide and they've worked their, their tails off to make this happen. I've done it out of love and su support and respect for others and love for not only their own children, they're doing it for your kids. They're doing it for each other. Be the difference. Go out and find that one child, that new kid just moved to town, standing over there by himself. Be his friend. Smile. Be willing to help him up when he's pushed down. Be willing to stand up for him. If we all do it together, we will change the world. It starts right here, right now. Let's get this done. Thank you, guys. Amen. Stand up. Don't be silent. Make a difference. How many of you have found 
that you want more out of your life. How many of you have found you want more? You want to do more? You want to be more? You want to make a difference? That's because the Holy Ghost is prompting us. This season, it's exciting to be alive. And I hear constantly, oh, revival, revival. Revival starts right here. You get revived. And then guess what? You're going to be on that street every Saturday with evangelism. You're going to want to be at every seminar to help people get set free. You are going to be excited to do the work of the kingdom. Because you want to make a difference in the life of somebody else. That's the key. Say shift. shift. Say refocus. Get your eyes off of your blessing. I know what the Bible says about blessings and seeking them. And, but get your eyes on people. Making a difference in their lives. Refocus. Say refocus. Say shift. So for us to make a difference. Let's look at Hebrews 13, 6. What do we got to do? Look at this. Let us be bold then and say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Isn't that the truth? We've got to, first of all, ask that Holy Ghost. Lift your hands. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me up. Ask that Holy Spirit. Before you move in the morning, what do you want me to do today? Whose life can I touch? Secondly, how about a kind word or a kind act? How about an encouraging word? Sometimes we're in such a hurry to get to the next thing that we miss the opportunity to touch a life. Slow down. Look at your neighbors. They slow down. Slow down so God doesn't have to slow you down. Ooh. And how about this one? Give, sacrifice, your time. I'm not even talking about money. Look at this scripture, Galatians 6, 9. So let us not become tired of doing good. For if we do not give up, the time will come when we'll reap the harvest. Don't give up. And give, give your time, give your talents. If everybody in this body, live stream folks, you included, if everybody said, hey, let me give of my time, let me give of my talent, people say to me, oh, I can't sing. I bet you can. Don't tell me you never heard me. People tell me all the time, oh, I can't do that. I'm not good with this. I'm not good with that. Let's let the Holy Ghost decide. 
Give your time. Give your talents. God is so interested in us not giving up and interested in us making a difference. That's what this whole season's about. We're coming out of a pandemic and they're trying to push us back into another one. <laughs> Forget it. I'm going to get out there. I want to touch a life. I want to make a difference. Say, I want to make a difference. Amen. If that's you this morning, you say, I need to refocus some things. I need to shift some things. Stand up. Yes. Lift your hands up and repeat after me. Lift them up. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Work in me. Being able to make me to make a difference in the lives of other people. Shift my thinking. Thinking, shift my priorities. Shift my focus. I refocus this day in Jesus' name. Amen. I said it earlier, but I want it as part of this sermon. You don't just want to leave an inheritance. You want to leave a legacy. You want to leave something to people, your spiritual children, your natural children. You want to leave a legacy of the way that you pray, witness, or however it is. Begin to seek God and say, I just don't want to leave inheritance. I will leave a legacy. To do that, you have to pour into people. I have a story. I'll keep it probably till next week. Amen. How if we take time to pour into the lives of people, they will bless you back. Amen.